0: The daily devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to have you with us again today as we continue along in the Gospels. Today, we're in Luke chapter 1, beginning in verse 26, where we read, In the sixth month, the same fellow, the angel Gabriel, was sent from God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth. As we mentioned before, Gabriel seemed like was given the tasks to oversee the birth of Jesus as we see him in Daniel and certainly here in in the Gospel of Luke as he was speaking to Elizabeth and and her husband Zacharias last week and now last time we met and now we're looking at the Mary as Gabriel speaking to her. And as it goes on, it says, to a virgin who was espoused to a man whose name was Joseph in the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. So we know of three different terms of a marriage, what we consider a marriage nowadays, back there in that time. First, you had that time where you were engaged, and you have your second time that you were espoused, and then the third person area when you were married. See, a person could become engaged when they were two years old. Can you believe it? Because for the most part, a marriage was arranged. Was a marriage by arrangements, so the married parents could get together. And they would be friends with some neighbors or whatever. And, you know, they might have a pretty little girl and you had a pretty little boy. And you would say, hey, let's go ahead and have these kids get engaged. And so throughout their whole times growing up as kids, they were engaged. But then most of the times... A marriage would happen at the age of fifteen or sixteen years old, and so that last year prior to actually being married where the where, where the consummation of the marriage would happen they they were espoused otherwise they're doing all the preparation for the marriage and so we see here where it says that to a virgin. Who Gabriel was speaking, and certainly she would have been there in this period of ex- where she was this last year prior to her being married. To a man named Joseph of the house of David, as we talked last time, how important that was because we see the line being fulfilled from David where Jesus the Messiah would be born from the house of David, and to a virgin who was Mary. And it tells us that the angel Gabriel came in under her and he said, Hail, hail, thou art highly favored. Don't you love that? The Lord is with you. What a great Uh, blessing that you could say to somebody that the Lord, uh, that we're highly favored. You know, the thing is interesting to me, each and every one of you who are listening to this is highly favored of the Lord and that God is with you. Because if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, in fact, if you're listening to this and you don't know the Lord as your Savior, you still are highly favored of the Lord. Let me tell you why. Because God sent his son, his only begotten son, to die for you in order that you might have forgiveness of sin. That that to me is saying that me personally is highly favored and that you too are highly favored and that God is with us, otherwise he's for us to help us. And so in our story we read, Hail thou art highly favored, the Lord is with you, blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled, certainly troubled what he was saying. And thought in her mind, what kind of greeting is this? You can picture her. You remember, she was probably 15, 16 years old. All of a sudden, this angel appeared unto her. I tell you, I don't know what this angel looked like, but it must have been something that would shake you. If I would ever see Gabriel, I think I'd be shaken down to the core also. But then she says, what in the world is he talking about? And the angel said unto her, fear not, Mary. Again, a beautiful word from God. The God's presence really dis- dispels fear within our lives. And hearing the voice of God to tell us that he loves us and that he's with us certainly has that sense of calming. Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in the womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Joshua or Joshua. So beautiful. And he says, of course, this is a Greek word for Jesus. It's the Hebrew Joshua, which means Jehovah is salvation. God is our help. You know, I don't know about you, but it seems like all of us are looking for answers. So all of us are trying to figure things out. Um, we're currently in a a battle for, you know, in the political scene for who's going to be the next president. And they seem to have all our answers for us. But I'm glad that God sees past that. Because really what we're looking for is salvation within our own lives and help that we can only can find from God. And, and so when we look to Jesus, we should always think of him as being our salvation or otherwise being our help, not only for forgiveness of sin, but everything that we need within our lives. He goes on, he says, now you remember in Matthew's account, or, or we, we, as we go on, when Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant, he was He was really troubled by it because there was you know there he was he was patrolled to to mary and he thought that he might just give her a bill of divorcement and put her away privately because if he would you know that was his right he could put her out publicly because they weren't married yet and she could actually be stoned for death, stoned to death if she got pregnant it, you know it broke the engagement But the angel of the Lord came to Joseph at night and said in Matthew chapter 1, verses 20 and verse 21, he says, fear not to take Mary as your wife. That which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. So both Mary and Joseph were instructed by the angel of the Lord in naming Jesus. But when he, he told Joseph, call his name Jesus, he said, for he shall save his people from his sins, from their sins. So the name is, I believe, is extremely significant because it it expresses the mission of Jesus. The name Jesus, as he says to Matthew, he shall save his people from their sins. I think that's so important for us to understand here at the beginning of the Gospels. As I remember, I mean, excuse me, as we remember from Day one, as we did our introduction, we talked there in Mark chapter one about the good news of Jesus Christ. The good news is that we're hearing right here at the beginning at the birth of Christ. Actually, when, you know, as Gabriel was speaking to Mary, that Jesus, the purpose of him coming here to the earth was to save us. And the angel Gabriel went away. Went on, excuse me. Went on to say in verse thirty-two, and he shall be great, and and shall be called the son of the highest. The Lord God shall give him a a throne on his father David. Or, or let me read it to you again. The Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And of course, throughout the Old Testament prophecies. There was the promise that the Messiah would sit upon the throne of David and to order it, to establish it in righteousness and in judgment from henceforth for even forever. As we go through the gospel, we'll be stopping and underscoring the prophecies as we see them. You know, as I mentioned earlier, there's over 300 prophecies concerning the birth, the life, the death, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In verse 33, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. What a beautiful promise. What a beautiful promise that we see, even in the book of Revelation again, the glorious song uh, that we, we like to sing, of the Henel song that's been put to music, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, forever and ever, hallelujah, hallelujah. His reign's going to be forever and ever, and there shall be no end to it. So the angel is telling about the eternal reign of Jesus Christ, the eternal reign. I hope we get that. I hope we understand what the Lord is doing. And as we finish here today, it says, "Then said Mary unto angel, How shall this be? Seeing I am not, I, I, I have not known a man." otherwise i didn't i've never gone out on joseph i had never spent an, a night with another man and so he's she's just quit simply questioning that i think it's beautiful as we look at this that we understand that god's in control god's been preparing mary's heart along being again a young gal next week as we i mean next time as we gather together we're going to look at this and we're going to study this a little bit more as we move forward to the birth of Jesus. I hope you're being blessed as we study this together and we, as we look to the Lord, how God has a plan for our lives and in our lives day by day as we seek Him. And so until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at Terry Reynolds at AgapeChapelOC.org. Again, that's Terry Reynolds at AgapeChapelOC.org. or you can write us at AgapeChapel, Chapel, PO Box four zero two three, Huntington Beach, California nine two six four seven. May God richly bless you.